I don't have an intro for this. Me either. So we're both, <laughs> we're both on a level playing. Field. So this this is this is the intro. Want to just get started? Yeah. Great job. Go team. Hey guys, Zelda. Joe's back. <laughs> we turned Jen back into Joe. Who's Jen? Ginger replacement. <laughs> I, I, eh, I kind of like that. <laughs> I guess you don't listen to the show anymore. Um, I don't. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I should probably start listening to it again. Nah, that's fine. Um, you're not under any other. Well, yeah, for, well, for a while it was weird because I don't like hearing myself on things. So, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, I have a hard time that, editing. Yeah. Uh, um, no, Jen is our new uh, fourth, occasionally, when she's able to make it, and she also runs our Tumblr and uh, Facebook page right now. I'm wait, is this a real thing? Yeah, this is, this is for real. I'm not making this up. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, did you literally make up a character with a story arc? No, she she's <laughs> when she first her first episode, Greg was like, we turned Joe into Jen. So, I like it. So now we turned her back into Joe. <laughs> Is it just for me with a wig? What's going on? <laughs> if you want it to be. <laughs> it was me all along, Bobby. Uh, if only if only I knew, I wouldn't have said all those things about you that I meant. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we so... needed we needed to bring sex appeal back onto the show without you. Mm. So oh. we got a woman. It was the only way we could do it. I thought we had enough of sex appeal, but I guess Jen serves her needs. So without without you, there's no there's no sex appeal. Yeah, we does need talk, you. Does she does she watch porn as much as I do? Because I do. Uh, but no, I'm and like she's she's <laughs> she's working really hard to keep our Tumblr uh, updated and that's awesome. Facebook updated, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you've seen our stuff show up on your newsfeed the last few weeks, that's our. Yeah, that's really that's cool. all her. Um, she's yeah. been designing custom banners for the Facebook page for each episode, like. They're doing a really, really good job. That's really cool. That being said, let's let's just jump right into Zelda because yeah. I, I don't see how we can talk about anything it's, else without eventually relating it back. It's, right now, it's really fucking good. I mean, I'll, I'll just it's, yeah. it's a it's incredible. B each game does create a new experience. They aren't exactly like you can't compare. If you if you really wanted to be an asshole about it, you can be like, oh well, you can see how Breath of the Wild. Uh, Evolved from Skyward Sword. I and totally you can see how Skyward that, yeah. Sword. If I'm just saying, if you really wanted to be an asshole about it, um, how Skyward Sword evolved from uh, Wind Waker, and you can go all the way back. But if you skip any single one of those games, you end up with a wildly different game. Every single game has been vastly different and introduced play mechanics that are something that you can't get from other games necessarily. But my problem is, first of all, uh, with Nintendo as a whole, my problem has always been that anytime they did something, it's suddenly gold. Whereas if it were named something complete, if it were named something different, if it were, you know, not Mario, would it still be the same score? I think Galaxy probably would would be a really high score still, like an amazing game. But I, I think it would be. A nine point five versus a ten, or or for example, 
for example, Skyward Sword would be an 8.5 out of 10 because in hindsight, everyone says that game is bad. Every, anecdotally, a lot of people say it's bad because of the intro, because I didn't get far enough Because the it. fact that you had to visit each area twice as a game mechanic, it had yeah, the original, and, like the original Halo, like it was terrible. Like even like even Wind Waker, I fell off that game. I, I finally got around to playing it with the Wii U, and I tried I tried so hard because I got so far into it, and I was like, "Wow, this is so cool!" You know, going into the you know uh, it goes from the pirate thing, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this just blew my mind!" Where you, you go into the uh, Hyrule world, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Okay, I have to finish this because this is probably one of the coolest Nintendo stories." I didn't know that you know Zelda could make me feel that cool. But then it goes to that part where you have to collect those bullshit things towards the end. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, you were doing, you had me going so far. And I just fell off because I was like, I'm not doing this. This is too uh, much work. See, that's a shame. I think Wind is highly underrated. I, I really like that. Uh, if really like they that do a remaster again, <laughs> like, if they, because I have a feeling that they're going to re release uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, just like they're probably going to do every other Wii U game under the sun. Like, Every Wii U, Wii U game is eventually going to be a Switch game, I think. Yes. Um, if they do that, I'll be down. I'll be game. I'll try it. I'll give it another shot. As hard as it'll be going back to that kind of formula with how good Breath of the Wild is. Yeah. Can we talk about how you, how you played the entire beginning of the game with no pants? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. As sexy so, Link. <laughs> All right, so to preface this, like, I didn't realize, because they were actually, they look like, I, I must have just ran right past them, because they, going back, they actually look, they actually kind of blend in with the rocks. I almost yes. went past them a second time. Um, I, I mean, there's really no excuse other than they were brown crates in a kind of brown cave. <laughs> I mean, but, um, <clears throat> so I missed those, and for the <laughs> first four shrines, I was playing with no armor which made the game probably way harder than it should have been. Cause like I have, you know, I have decent <laughs> armor now. I got that stealth armor, like from the first village. Yeah. Um, the eyeball, the one with the, uh, I know, I know what you're talking yeah. about. The, the nin everybody calls it the ninja armor for the most yeah, part. Yeah. The, he looks like, whole... he looks like a ninja when he's wearing it. Exactly. So I have that armor. Um, but yeah, so I was playing with the first four things. So I'm like, something isn't right. Cause I know I saw this demo and I'm like, I should probably have something by now, like at least something. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, but you know what? I'm playing, playing so dumb. And it was just like such, such a like embarrassing moment of like, I can't, I can't believe, believe how that. far you got with no clothes on. Like yeah, I'm actually really provide, impressed. Does that provide more temp, like slower, like does that provide any temp, temp benefits? Cause like that, that part would no. be. That part with the snow is genuinely that kind of difficult at the beginning. Yeah, you're supposed to use that as, like, a way to learn how to cook, like, which, different which was meals. Cool. Yes. But I almost cool. died. I almost died trying to figure out how to make yeah. the flint work with the work with the firewood. Like, oh, see, I didn't, see, this is what I love about this game is you can't even ask somebody how far are you because you could all be someplace completely different. There's no like, there's nothing linear about it at all. So when I was trying that first, that snow part first, my strategy was to use a torch and just carry the torch with me, and that kept me warm. But then I reached points where I had to climb a, a wall, and to climb the wall, it puts the torch out. So I was I was fucked. So eventually, I had to figure out how to cook warm meals. And then, uh, did you do the 
part where you cook for the old man and he gives you the warm shirt? I didn't. So I know about that part. See, there's like that's like a whole. And also, that's like a whole thing, and a lot of people miss it. I actually, my experience for the shrines was um, so. I think I, I told you about my experience with homeless Santa. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the, the guy you meet at the very beginning, um, the king of Hyrule. Yeah, so yeah. I, I made that joke, and I'll make it again because I think it's funny. Of um, <clears throat> of uh, it changes the context when you're shirtless, pantless, pantsless, talking to a hermit, like an older hermit with a beard. <laughs> that, that does change a little bit. I didn't think about it like that. It goes from, hey, I'm just trying to help you out. Hey, come here. <laughs> <laughs> come here, I got something I gotta, I gotta tell you. And it, and it kind of makes fun, it kind of like, I was like, wait, homeless Santa wears a green outfit. He's... He's pervy. He's pervy. Homeless Santa's helper. He's his elf. That's, that's the that's the narrative I had to create in my mind to rationalize this. Poor poor Link. Poor Link. But anyways, uh, my experience was I went down to um, his his hut. So he has a little hut off to the off to his corner, and you can find him. Yes. And, you know he's. Oh, then how did you not find the the cooking uh, thing? Well, no, I found I found the. If cooking. you go to his hut, he has a diary. Oh, that yeah, I did find that. Oh, so you're talking about the food? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did do that. Yeah. Did and and you gave him I the gave food? food? Like no. you cooked it for him? So I didn't. Uh, I must have missed that part. That. Um. I, yeah, because there's a recipe in there. And he's like, I forgot the last part. Yeah. It's it's literally just called spicy meat meat fish fry, and he's like, I remember there was peppers and meat, and I can't remember what the last part of my spicy meat fish fry oh, is. Oh yeah, I. Kind of must have, I, yeah. I completely glossed so, over that. I have to be more attentive with his Zelda game, yeah, yeah, like that in that way. If you if you cook if you cook it for him, he's like, oh, thanks. Now I don't need this shirt to keep me warm. Here, you take it. And how? And you have a shirt that you can just wear. So I ended up doing that, and I don't know if you notice. If you go, if you cut down the, I mean, did you do the part where you cut down the tree? Um. So he's he's actually uh, in the forest cutting down wood with an axe. This sounds vaguely familiar. I saw him in the forest. So you talk to him. You talk to him. And he asks, "Hey, can you help an old man?" Basically, and then you start. You cut it down. You know, he says thanks. I think he gives you something minor. And um, so, if you go over to the other trees, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. See, it's kind of sucks going a month later because I've heard stuff anecdotally, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that if I cut this, yeah. I can use it as a bridge. I didn't know that for a fact, but I was like, so I cut down the wood. And make a bridge to the other side, which is yeah. kind of so yeah. I've never done that. That's so awesome. um, if you go on the other side, you actually notice there are all these little um, these little uh, things leading all the way up the mountain that are just like little uh, uh, footholds, Holes. basically. Yeah, so like you can you can platform yeah. your way up, you know, climb up, take a break, you know, yep. do that all the way up. The back, do that all the way up. up. It actually glitches out the the last one. <laughs> figures the last one is actually kind of glitched where you have to be you have to make sure you're way over it. Because if you try and just go to the side like all the other ones, it'll you'll like you'll drop, but then you'll fall off. Like you you kind of glitch out. So you uh, kind of like you're climbing yeah, you're climbing animation and short before you actually get on them before you're safely on it. Um, but you know that aside, I climbed all the way to the top, and right there is the is the shrine. And from there, it's a straight shot to with you know fireplaces and everything and. and uh, weather size the boat goblins, um, mm-hmm. and they already have the fires cre- created. So 
I didn't really have to worry about heat to get to the fourth shrine, which was kind of, you know, cool. Because I was just That's killing nice. off camps of, you know, um, yeah. Goblins and calling it a day. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, again, wearing no clothes, it was actually pretty fucking hard. I got shot with an arrow and lost two of my hearts, two out of three hearts. Like it's, it was pretty brutal without the armor. The beginning is a little unforgiving mm-hmm. in that respect, but you reach a point fairly quickly where most enemies are not a challenge. Yeah, i have already beaten the bigger guys. I was like, should I beat this guy? Because I've heard how difficult this game can be. The bigger, um, the bigger variants of of the, yeah. the goblins. Um, the ones that have like the longer. Oh, the moblins. Yeah, the moblins. The ones that have the longer. Yeah. Notes. So the first time I saw one of those, I was like, "Fuck this shit!" And I ran away from it as fast as I could. I thought those guys would be like one hit kills. Yeah, they I, they are in the beginning, but eventually, pretty pretty quickly, you reach a point where you can at least fight them. And I'm at a point now. I'm closer to the end of the game. I'm at a point now where they're just not that big of a deal. And uh, so far, I haven't seen. What was I going to say? So far, I haven't seen a use for the stealth. I'm having a lot of trouble actually sneaking up onto enemies because they seem to notice me in grass from like a mile away. If even if, like oh, granted, they're even staring. With the, the suit? I'm not wearing the full suit. I'm wearing the head and the leg and the arm. And that the should, that arms. should be more than enough, though. But like, I'll get that you know arrow thing or the question mark. Um, you can't have them. They can't be looking at you. If they're so looking at you, you got no chance. Oh, so they're super aware. Yeah, in, in it's a like, realistic way. Like uh, almost. Yeah, I'd say almost on Metal Gear Solid levels. That makes more sense. Okay, because I was like yeah. in. I was in like you know medium length grass. I'm like okay, maybe it's like kind of like yeah Assassin's Creed or no. Horizon where they can't see it's me. More, more like Metal Gear Solid. If they're looking directly at you and they they have a line of sight, you're fucked. I wish it was a little more gamey in that way. I mean, I, I like I like when games are like, we know this is a fucking game. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually interesting how how not how not self aware this game is. How it does have take you, uh, the environment seriously. Have you snuck up on them at night? No, I see. I haven't really done okay. any sneaking. I mean, I I, I got I guess I got to practice. Try <laughs> sneaking got, up on them at night. You're gonna have a much better time because at night they actually go to sleep, and as long as you don't wake them up, you can sneak up on them and kill them in their sleep. This this game it's it's not difficult. Like the, I don't think the difficulty is really all that bad. Like occasionally they'll throw the boss at you who has like a ton of health and takes forever just to you know wind down. Uh, you got to grind the shit out of it. But aside from that, the, the difficulty is not that high. However, the level of depth to every single play mechanic is incredible. The fire There's, is like the coolest thing in the world. That it's. There's like six mechanics in this game that could each make up their own game. Mm-hmm. If Nintendo really wanted to go out and do that. Like the the cooking alone, there's I don't even try to cook anymore because I'm just at a point where it boggles my mind in a lot, how many different combinations you can make. In a lot of ways, this is their Grand Theft Auto, which is really cool to think yes. of it in that way because only Rockstar and only only 2K allows a company like Rockstar to take that much time to build a game like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, and I'm glad you mentioned it because that's the closest thing I can think of when, um, considering the size of the world and how it, free it really is. See, it makes you wonder if they'll, they could go, you know, one of two routes. They can either make, first of all, they can't go back. I mean, everyone says that and it's like, it's absolutely true. You either make a 2d one 
or you make a 3D one in a similar vein. And if it's not to this quality, people are going to be fucking mad. Like, people are going to be yes. rioting in the streets. Um, if the DLC sucks, people are going to be pissed. Yeah, that was the other thing. I did get the, um, see, I, I caved about the bundle. Ah, you fool. But, no, 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 because, um, well, GameStop, I bought, I bought the bundle through GameStop. Um, it's actually pretty, I mean, it's, it, on, on its face value, it looks like an awful, you know, grimy thing. But I got, first I got Stipper Clips, which I actually played with my girlfriend. Ugh. No, I played with my girlfriend. It's actually super fun. Really? Um, everyone, you have, have you read anything about it? Everyone loves it. No, because I want nothing to do with it. It's fun. It looks like some filthy casual bullshit. It is, but it's, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it's something, it's something I can put with my girlfriend, so I figured, yeah, why not? So I bought Ugh. that. We played that for about an hour and a half. It's super fun. Um, we, I, it came with the season pass, which I don't know if I would have gotten it, but I'm like, eh, whatever. I mean, this game is probably super long. It's probably, you know, worth the 20 bucks. You know, I got Zelda, obviously. Now I did get one to switch. But the caveat was that I could return it to GameStop once I got it. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, basically I got everything I wanted. So it's like, and, you know, there's no upcharge. I made sure there was no upcharge. So what do you think about the actual console? The actual console, okay. Here's my final verdict. I fucking love it. Because it's making gaming uh, accessible to me again. I had a big problem where a lot of my day is taken up by a commute. I have a 90-minute commute mm -hmm. each way, um, and it ate into time that I would normally spend gaming. Now, uh, I can take the console with me. I, I'm, I am that guy in the commercial who mm -hmm. like just picks it up, takes it everywhere, and plays it almost everywhere but his living room. With that stupid uh, fucking smile. Yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm smiling like a fucking idiot too. And my my dog is running rampant and eating people and whatever else that guy's dog is doing in the commercial. But uh, so so it's it's accessible to me again, and I love that. And I'm I would never be able to tackle a game like Zelda if this system didn't function mm -hmm. the way it functions. Uh, that being said, I'm very 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 aware of the fact that I am a niche audience in that sense. And that there's a lot of people who just want to sit on their fucking couch and play their Switch. And as a stationary system, I don't think it shines that much. I just I don't think that's where it's no. at its best. See, um, I mean, you know, you you know that I bought like a 4K TV on like a I bought yes. 4K TV around Black Friday for real dirt cheap. Um and <clears throat> on 4K TV, it's even more obvious because like um like when you watch 480 480 you know television when it's not built for that it upraises it in a way that makes it super blurry or super pixelated it's like watching Netflix without with the streaming quality being like a little bit lower it's very bizarre I mean it's, it's that's weird I haven't had that issue I, ha I do have a 4k you do yeah that's interesting you don't think the text looks kind of pixely or sharp, like overly sharp. I mean, I turn the sharpness like it's, all like the it's way had down. like a, a noise mask laid on top of yeah, it. Yeah, like like it's almost it's almost like trying to super not, not super simple. It's trying to um, I don't know. Like my my fix was turn the screen size because the cool thing that I think every console should have, and I've always wanted this, is you can actually reduce the resolution. Or reduce the screen size and have black borders, which is fine to me. I don't mind that. The Xbox 360 had that. Did it? Oh, it did. Yeah, That's it right. Did. Yeah, it yeah. did. I used to use it all the time because back then... When it had PC uh, we were still in the, 
we were yeah we were still in the middle of the transition from cathode ray tube TVs to HD TVs. So when I took it from um, my parents' home to my uh, my college dorm or my off campus house, I would be constantly switching the uh, the settings. Mm-hmm. I hate when things offer too many settings because I I'm never comfortable. I'm like, but it can look better. <laughs> Now I prefer the settings. Uh, I like to be able to set my stuff. Uh, I haven't. I haven't had that kind of problem with it. I've actually felt like it looks a little bit better on the uh, on my living room TV until I've been playing for like an hour or so, and it starts to get warm. And Did you dark. buy a screen protector? Yeah, okay. I was paranoid about Me that too. shit. I mean, I'm just. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I, I can't live like this, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, it's too much pressure. It is. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm terrified of all the dock things I've heard about it. Like, I, I've been super careful with the dock. If I get a scratch on this thing, well, I, I'm just going to toss it. I'm just be like, well, this is useless now. Well, <laughs> well fuck this thing. Uh, take that, Japan. Um, no, like, I, I've read the stories online of people saying, like, oh, I scratched my thing, putting it in the dock. And, like, what I want to ask these people is, what are you doing to this thing when you're putting it in the dock? Like, I just have this image in my head of I, people with, like, the dock in one hand and the system in another. And they're closing their eyes and, like, slamming as hard as they can and trying to get it see, in on one shot. it's either two things to me. Either it is their fault where and they're they're dropping it in like an, like an, like an old N60 cart where they're going like this and, like, kind of, like, like wriggling it in. To, yeah. Like you would with a classic N- N64. Or the docks, or the dock, the docks do get the docks might be warped because they're plastic. There might be a, or, a set or they're number. treating it like the classic NES when you couldn't get your cartridges to work, so you would just put it in part of the way and then slam it down the rest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's exactly what, they're what doing I mean. With yeah. It. Um, or because they're plastic, they're getting warped, which is a, is a possibility. I mean, have you seen the most the most recent things about the certain Nintendo? And there's, and it's actually, there's actually some speculation that came in after fact of, is it heat or is it the fact that, um, or is it the fact that, uh, the way that it's being held might be bending it over time? Well, if you're Nintendo, if you're Nintendo and you're half as hit up for cash as some people think you are, you see a chance to release a new system, you know who's going to buy it the first year. It's going to be all the hardcore fans. And if you know it's not entirely... And I'm getting, like, real devious here. If you you know that those people are going to give you a year with this new system to mm-hmm. tweak it during the manufacturing run and then come out with another special edition a year later that has all these issues fixed, those people are going to buy it again. I, I, have, a feeling, I have a feeling you're right. I, I think... I mean, my, my hope right now, having played on the... Cons on the console for a little bit. It, it can be a little bit. I kind of hope that they redesign the. I mean, I would buy new Joy Cons with the rounded edges because I mean, honestly, I don't really, I won't really take it anywhere. And if I do take, if I end up, you know, buying that set, say I buy that set, I also have the standard default set that I can then, you know, take with me on the go if I ever, you know, use it, you know, local yeah. or, you know, out of my house. Well, the the other thing that would explain, and we're getting into conspiracy theory territory here with this, but that would explain the March launch as opposed to the fall launch. 
because it, the March launch gives them time to get money in their coffers that they desperately need, supposedly, for, for, according yeah, to some for, people. for fiscal year and everything, too. Yeah. And then if you're a casual gamer, there's really no reason to buy this system until the holiday season. You're not running out during the summer. You're not running out when it launches in March. That's what the hardcore fans like you and me are doing. But, I mean, I really – I wasn't going to buy it until I heard how amazing Zelda was. And, I mean – I am by no means a Zelda fan. I I actually don't like Zelda. I think that it's a super. You're a miserable I, son of a I bitch, Joe. I find it to be a super overrated set of games. Minus the more recent, the, the actually the the one that came before this. Uh, well, the one before Triforce Heroes, which was a garbage game. Um, Link Between Worlds. I love that game. That game is fantastic. That oh, game, that game is old as fuck, though. Link, Link Between Worlds. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking Link. Sorry, yeah. I'm thinking Link. <laughs> Link between, you said yeah, one yeah. thing and I heard another. <laughs> Link Between Worlds. Uh, you know, I haven't played the portable ones. That one so. is pretty much almost like the beta of what what Breath of the Wild does because it gives you it still gives you the standard dungeons, but it gives you the freedom to do them first of all in what what uh, whatever order you want. And there's that really cool rental system where it's like, hey, I don't have to wait for, for you know, I don't have to wait for the hook shot. If I want the hook shot, I just take the hook shot. Just go like, get it. Yeah. Um, I think that's how it was. I think they, had, but they all had a price to them. And I think the, some of them were more expensive, so they made it a little bit harder. But it was a really cool system. And then you could go off and do whatever you want. Yeah. There, uh, there's a lot of Zelda staples that are missing from Breath of the Wild, too. That's another thing. Like, there is no hook shot. There's no um, boomerang. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Uh, I thought there was there was a boomerang. There's kind of technically, but like it's not it's not like the Zelda boomerang. Where yeah, like, I know. This dungeon, saying. get the boomerang, use it forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well it, it it doesn't come back to you in certain cases and stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of staples, I do like <laughs> the very beginning of the game. You when you walk out of the cave and you see that you see that sword inside the stone. It was so clearly yeah. like a, a red herring. It was so yeah. clearly red herring. That was. It, I'm yeah. like, wow, that's really clever. Like, un Nintendo like cleverness. Like, like the game is like self self aware in a way that's like, this would have been something I would have expected from Sony or Microsoft, not Nintendo. That's what I feel about it, which is like probably the best thing I could say about it is that it feels like a game that would have been made by Nintendo by Microsoft or PlayStation. If it weren't for the game, I would totally probably not buy this for like another year. Yeah. No, um, I definitely agree on that. I, I would have. Hello. It's crazy to think that there is a system where one game does matter. I mean, it was the same case sort of with, you know, N64. Uh, yeah, you took the word out of my also, fucking mouth. That's the comparison I keep making. But that was at a time, but that was at a time when every console released with like all garbage games except maybe one and usually not one, you know what yeah. I mean? Like Crash Bandicoot was PlayStation. Like PlayStation had their killer app which was Crash Bandicoot. That's actually, you know, my first real experience with video games was you know, other than Sonic at my cousin's house, my first own console was yeah. PlayStation. You know, got crashed to on a demo disc. I'm like, Xbox got incredible. lucky with Halo. Like that wasn't even like planned. That was just pure luck. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's funny he hearing how botched that was for, until it came together. Because you know, it was an RTS. It was an RTS at first. It was all these PC things that exclusive. weren't a first-person <laughs> shooter. Yeah, and then the game sucked. It got horrible uh, preview, not preview coverage. Uh, it got horrible QA testing. Like the testers hated it. There were so many issues with it. But. And now it's the biggest um, franchise in the world, arguably. 
for a little while. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember, I remember Good Morning America was saying, hey, so, I mean, it was probably what's, it's kind of what started the Midnight Lunch in a lot of ways, because I remember my first, my earliest memory of Midnight Launches were watching Good Morning America before, before school. I think I'd still been maybe a freshman in high school or junior or maybe seventh or eighth grade, but, um, around that time. Um, and I remember, you know, turning on Good Morning America before I got to school and seeing people being interviewed in a halo line. And I'm like, this is what world am I living in? Cause that was like, so it was like our games finally, I mean, I wasn't thinking this in my, you know, 12 to 14. Yeah. Because it's not a thing like, that registered for you. Our games finally hitting mainstream in a way where it's not like fucking nerds. It's like, yeah. A real and pick. it did. That was that was oh. it. That was the turning point. Yeah. That was the generation that did. Yeah, it. and it's actually receding a little bit now. It has to. There, there has to be like a lot of pre-orders for for a game to get minute launch. Whereas for a very long time, any game that even smelled like a like a semi hit was getting like a midnight launch. Yeah. Whereas now it's just like Call of Duty and the shooters. Yeah. And the like, big uh, the big franchises, stuff. like the ones that they know are gonna gonna move. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think Titanfall. Well, Titanfall didn't sell well, but it was a big game. It was a, it was an awesome game, but which is a shame. I have that game, Titanfall too. That game's super fun. It's it, one of the best campaigns I've ever played. I love that campaign. As far I as I haven't gotten go. around to it, <laughs> it's sitting in my my game room. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one. I'm of the gonna best do it when I uh, hands down. It has it has a, when I take my month off for paternity leave. That's when I'm gonna play it. it I, I don't want to sound. Um, hyperbolic but it feels like a game that the half-life 2 wow. team made that's in awesome. a lot of ways it had that's i'm putting it on that pedestal because it got it didn't it clearly got mishandled because it was in between two major hit titles but shit well well that was our gaming hour and i've gotta go to bed <laughs> Get going, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking beat. Gotta, that gotta, was uh, gotta, early, early. That was the that was the awfully salty video game mini sode, breath of the breath of the sexy link. Uh, we were trying to make this. A, Man, I got. I, I I wonder what that homeless homeless is up to. <laughs> he's go, he's trying to find himself play. another elf. That's what he's trying to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to make this a semi regular thing. Uh, if you want to follow Awfully Salty, though, in the meantime, you can check us out on Facebook, Awfully Salty. We're on Twitter, Salty Pod. Jared's been uh, been tweeting his ass off this week. He's uh, getting back into the saddle. Uh, thanks to Jen, the Facebook is active, and she's also keeping our Tumblr up. If you're one of those Tumble peeps, uh, you can check us out, awfullysalty.tumblr.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play, because if you don't, then then Homeless Santa is going to find you and he's going to watch you sleep and it's going to be really uncomfortable. Uh, um, then we'll see you people next time. Later. I'm Homeless Santa. <laughs> so maybe that's not such a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs>